Okay, guys, this is Darren. And Pam. And we're back with Head and Heart 13. 13. Ooh. Okay, and we're just going to get right back into it. So as you guys know from our previous podcast, we are in a series called The Names of God. And we're going to move on to the second name that we're going to cover today. And that would be El Roy. Yes. Now, if you remember what my wife said uh, last one, we came across some of the names we knew when we were doing the study. Some we did not know, and this is one of the ones that we did not know and I've never heard of it, but was excited to figure out and learn a little bit more about it. So, Well, actually, um, I had not heard about this one, mm-hmm. but I recently had been introduced by one of the uh, ladies in our small group. Um, we were doing a fast during, you know, fast week, and... She had, uh, we had all been sending in like encouraging scriptures and things. And so she sent us this name and I told her I had never, I had never heard of this. So I actually have heard of it, but it wasn't until recently that I had. All right. I stand corrected. I have never heard of it. That's right. And she introduced me to it. Yeah. And I'm happy to know about them now. (laughs) Right. Right. So guys, if you remember the format that we did the last podcast, what we did was we asked several questions. Um, and so one of the first questions is, what does it mean? Mm-hmm. And so Elroy means God sees me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the next thing we asked is, where was it first mentioned? Right. And it's mentioned in Genesis chapter 16, mm-hmm. verse, verse 13. Yeah. And I, We'll read 14 just to, to back it up. Do you do you want to read it? No, I just wanted to also point out, if you weren't already going to point it out, what? that if you remember in El Shaddai, which is the first one we did, we were still in chapter, we were still in Genesis, but we were in chapter 17. 17, that's right. And we mentioned Hagar, Hagar. which you're about to hear some more, hear more about, because now we're in chapter 16, and I think that's just kind of cool how we flip from El Shaddai. Now we're going to see how this kind of impacted Hagar. So yes, yes. So let me go ahead and read, and I'll just read chapter chapter. I'll just read verse thirteen out of chapter sixteen, and it states, "She gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me, for she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. Beautiful. And I'm just go ahead and read." Uh, Verse 14, that is why the well was called Beer Lahai Roy. I, I don't know if I said that right, <laughs> but um, whatever. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a Bible scholar. So there we go. It is still there between Kadesh and Barrett. Yes. <laughs> so those are, you know, the names in the that's, Bible that's, just really kind of. I know. They throw me off. So. But that's where it was first mentioned. I think that's kind of cool. Again, just to go back to what I kind of just said. When we realized that El Shaddai, God revealed himself as El Shaddai to Abram yeah. um, at, in the next chapter in verse 17. However, before he did that, yes. he revealed himself uh, to Hagar yeah. as El Roy in that particular moment. He didn't leave her out. And I think it's such a beautiful thing, the God who sees me. It's just, just well said and just sounds Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna tell her story because it's mm-hmm. it um so we know that let's back it up one more chapter. Mm-hmm. We know in chapter 15 God is talking to Abraham and he's talking to him about 
um, giving him the descendants that will match the number of stars in the sky more than he could count. And so time is going on and he still hasn't had his own descendant. And so this is a chapter where we were speaking about mm -hmm. Sarah has a servant named Hagar. And hey, he, she says um, to her husband to, to, um, to take her mm -hmm. and he does. And she becomes pregnant. Mm -hmm. And when she becomes pregnant, Sarah is immediately upset with her and she she starts blaming uh, you know abraham she's like listen you're the reason i'm suffering um <laughs> you know and so she yeah. then begins to mistreat hagar yeah. and in the during this mistreatment hagar runs off and runs away from sarah mm -hmm. um and who meets her is an angel of the lord right. and so i'll just read a couple of scriptures and I'll start with verse seven. And it says the angel of the Lord found Hagar. We're in chapter 16. The angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. And it was the spring that is beside the road to Shur. And he said, Hagar, slave to Sarah, where have you come from and where are you going? I am running away from my mistress, Sarah. And I keep calling her Sarah, but it's her name, Sar Sarai? Sarai, I think, at this point. It doesn't become Sarah until Til later. later. Yeah, they, <laughs> listen, you know, I have spent so much time learning about Sarah um, and hearing Sarah that, forgive me, Sarai, that's what I'll, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'll say. No um, and it says, you know, uh, then the angel of the Lord told her, go back to your mistress and submit to her. And the angel added, I will increase your descendants so much they will be too numerous to count. And the angel of the Lord also said to her, you are now pregnant and you will give birth to a son. You shall name him Ishmael for the Lord has heard of your misery. And, you know, I want to stop right there mm -hmm. very quickly. If you go, but go to the next next verse. He is, you know, the angel, he's talking about what, what, what her son is going to be like. Yeah. And it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. If you read it, it, it doesn't really sound mm -hmm. that good. <laughs> but even in that, she is saying like, hey, you still saw me in my misery. You saw me in my distress. You came to me. And I think that's so good that he revealed himself to her. Like, because when you think about like, She's a servant, mm -hmm. you know, she, you know, actually Abraham had really turned her over to Sarai mm -hmm. to treat her however she felt at that time. Yeah. And a couple of verses up, it, it does say that your slave is in your hands. Yeah. Do with her whatever you think best. Yeah. And she began to mistreat her. She began to mistreat Hagar. And so she really didn't have like all that protection. So for her to, for, for her to run away and then have God come, mm -hmm. um, have the angel of the Lord come and, and, and declare these things over her and, you know, really declare the blessing of the Lord as far as her descendants. I think that was wonderful for, for her to see God Absolutely. in that. What Absolutely. do you think? I think that's a great point as well here. Yeah. I think it's going to help us figure out how we apply it to us today as well. Yes. So we can definitely get to that. Yeah. And how we apply it um, to us today. And I think if you go back a little bit in this chapter and realize um, basically Hagar's position and who she was, she's basically a slave. She has to do what her master tells us to do. So, I mean, she 
nine times out of ten, she probably doesn't want to do what's asked of her, you know, to, you know, lay with another man and things of that nature and do that. But she does anyway because that's her position and that's what she has to do. But even in still and all this happening, it was God who saw her even in that moment, even in her misery. He saw her there. And I think that's how we apply it to our life today is realize how God came in and still uplifted Hagar, even when she was in a place where she felt like she was less than. In a world today where we go through so many different things and we feel like nobody sees us, we feel like nobody understands the trials that you're going through. Nobody knows right. the, the burden that you carry every single day. And it seems like nobody cares even, even the more. But God, just like he did Hagar, sees you. He yes. sees what you're going through. Yes. He understands the plight that you're dealing with. He understands your pain. He understands all of it. He sees all of it. And he's not happy about it. And he's there with you, carrying you through this, uh, to do this situation. He's there with you, comforting you and giving you peace that surpasses all understanding. That's good. So you guys have to recognize who El Roy is in your life. Just like he revealed himself to Hagar, he's that exact same way with you. He sees you. He knows who you are. He knew the hairs on your head. He knew you before your mother knew you. And you have to understand what that means and hold passionately to that. Yeah. And when you don't feel like you're being seen by the rest of the world, that's, just that's know so that your father, El Roy, sees you and knows you. That's so good. That's really, really important for us to for us to recognize and something for us to continue to hold on to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really like that one. I think Absolutely. I'm not I don't have a I, I don't have one that in particularly like really just <laughs> like a favorite. Yeah, I don't really have a favorite. I, I can't, but I will say that this one really kind of just touched mm-hmm. me a little bit differently. Um yeah, I can see that. I mean, in, in a, like I said, in a world where it, you feel like you're not seen, yeah, you know, that's just. And no, how often does that happen? Right, you know, we, a lot of people feel overlooked or All the time. things of that nature, but we have a God that knows us and sees us, and I think there's just so so much greatness and passion in that. I guess. Oh yeah, absolutely, moms. You know, <laughs> you feel like you're being overlooked in your house. Yes. You feel like, oh my gosh, you know, I am cleaning every room every day. I am wiping <laughs> down counters all the time. I'm always wiping noses and, you know, like wiping hands and picking up shoes and picking up clothes. God sees you. <laughs> God sees you. Even when you think nobody else sees you, God sees you in that. And um, and that's some of the best moments, actually, is that we, when we are doing things and nobody's around to give us that praise, but yeah. God's there to give you the attaboy and the girl because you're doing what he wants you to do. The applause and of the, one. The applause of one. Yes. That's exactly what I was getting ready to say. You, <laughs> you're working for the applause of one. Yeah. Your, your father, Elroy, sees you in those moments. Amen. So I think that's a great place for us to end but of course end in prayer like we always would probably do of course and we'll just go ahead and do that now uh dear heavenly father we just thank you so much lord for just the opportunity to learn more about you and again learn the different facets that you have the different personalities that you have and we thank you lord that you are el roar in our life we thank you lord that you see us that you know us, you know who you created us to be, Dylan Father. And we ask you to continue to reveal yourself to us as Elroy. Continue to show us those sides of you, Dylan Father, and help us to know fully that we are known and that we are seen by you. In your son Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys, but we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.